Hello, everyone, and welcome to Candidly Single Mom. I am your host, Janine, and I am so excited for what we are talking about in this series. We are talking about dating as a single parent, and I wanted to bring on a couple of my friends that I have known as single parents, and um, we've had our uh, girlfriend conversations about the dating life and how that kind of works with us as being parents. So that is what we're going to focus on for this series, and I have one of my amazing friends. Um, Her name is Kimberly, now Stevens. I'm going to let her tell that story, but I've known her for some years. Um, Sadly, I had to move away from my good friend, but boy, I tell you, when I lived in Greenville, we had the best. (laughs) And we're laughing now because that's all we used to do is just laugh and have so much fun. So, Kimberly, welcome. I'm so excited that you are on my podcast. You know I had to think of my girl when we were talking about dating. Yes. So (laughs) tell the people who you are, what you do, whatever you want to share. Um, I, Kimberly Stevens, work full-time for Hubble. I'm... um, well, my technical title is a supply chain analyst, um, mom of now three, not babies, you know, 21, Lana's 21, Rune 17, and wow. Lennox is two. Craziness. Wow. Yeah. yeah that was a mm-hmm. leap. <laughs> yeah. But I know we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. This is all the juicy good stuff. Okay. Okay. So I know... Um, we met in Greenville, right? And mm-hmm. we met in a church. Um, mm-hmm. It was an amazing church. We met singing together on the choir. And it was like we were fast friends because we had similar backgrounds. I mean, the biggest thing is the fact that we were both single parents. We were both um, not native to Greenville, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a daughter and a son. You had a daughter and a son. And I don't know, we just kind of gelled together. And so... Um, so that was kind of the beginning of our friendship. And mm-hmm. I recall, Kimberly, and you kind of just, I want you to share your story. Um, <laughs> you working Uh-oh. at Hubble, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I think, you know, the conversations that we used to have were um, talking about, you know, dating and, and wanting mm-hmm. to be married and, you know, the people that we would be attracted to, you know, and and some of the church drama, but we're not going we're not here to talk about the church drama <laughs> with um you know the guys and stuff like that at the church but but we used to talk about everything, and then I remember one day you came to me and you were like, Janine, oh my God, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, and I was so happy for you, and I will tell you not, it was like you told me on day one, and then day ten it was like. I ain't never heard from you anymore. You were you were like in this relationship. It happened like so fast. But hey, I'm not gonna tell the story. I'm gonna let Kimberly tell the story. So just talk about that whole process of you. Um, well, I know you probably dated before, so let's just say that. But I want to talk about this particular relationship and how it started and evolved. Mm-hmm. Um. So. It's a typical, like, don't date anybody at work. But I did. I met him at work. <laughs> I, honestly, the um, it, it threw me off because 
I was instantly attracted, but it wasn't the type of person whom I would normally be attracted to. Mm -hmm. So it really threw me off. So then I was even more intrigued. So I'm like, oh, ew, why? <laughs> so I wanted. So because of that, like, why am I attracted to this person? I just wanted right. to know more. So honestly, I just, um, I like, I initially tried flirting with him and he had no clue that I was flirting with him. So then I was frustrated because he had no clue. And right. then I was like sending him like, hey, <laughs> like Facebook ad. And he's like, um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's not the typical male mindset, and we're just, you know, we're kind of be funny about that. But I don't think they notice, you know. No. I don't think they, they get the the little subtle hints that we give. But anyway, mm -hmm. go ahead. Yeah, go and, ahead. And he said, and he did say, too, like, he was like, oh, I, you know, after we, you know, initially started talking, he's like, oh, I had no idea that you were trying to flirt with me. <laughs> Clueless. Right, right. Um, but, um... So then it went from like, really, we just message on Messenger for the longest time. Mm -hmm. And then it was like, hey, um, you know, it's kind of a pain to do this via Messenger. Like, here's my cell phone if you want to text me, leaving it up to you. Did you, get, <laughs> did you give him the option or did he give you the option? I, I gave him the option. Okay, okay. So I messaged him my number, and then we started texting. No, mm -hmm. I thought for the longest time that maybe he really didn't like me because I would send him a text, and it would sometimes be like two hours, three hours oh, wow. before he replied. I'm like, what's going on? Well, like later on, I would found out that he's really a workaholic, and he was working two jobs, and he like just couldn't pull his phone out to text me. So. But it's all those things then that I was kind of like, well, who the heck is he to not text me back right away? So I was even more intrigued. I wanted to know right. more about him. So, I mean, we text back and forth for quite some time. And honestly, I just threw out the, the big guns right away. I was just like, where do you stand? I mean, we're asking questions back and forth. And I would say, like, right when we started asking those questions, questions I said where's your stance on church and God where's mm -hmm. your stance on um, dating someone with kids and mm -hmm. by the way how old are you um, so when he replied how young he was because I yes. thought he was much older I, I was like oh so that was definitely a hiccup for me yeah um, but but then he he was like, oh, I'm not opposed to dating somebody who has kids. And um, I would say that I'm a God-fearing man. I'm not currently attending a specific church body that I would say this is mm -hmm. the church that I go to every Sunday. And I'm like, oh, okay. So, <clears throat> but I just made sure for for me, um, I'm like an, a no BS person. You know what I mean? So right. I just... I just wanted to throw it out there because if you would have been like, no, don't do church. God's not really my thing. I'm, you know, I'd have been like, well, that was, you're good looking, but that's about it then. You know what I mean? Right. And you would have moved on. You would have moved on. Those core values, you already had them set. 
you know, yeah. as far as what you were looking for in someone, you know, that they definitely have to love God, you know, mm-hmm. um, and that's probably, you know, the church and love God, that's kind of, you know, not necessarily having to be active in church, but definitely that relationship with God. But the key thing for you is, you know, making sure, gosh, because I have children, I need to know whether or not you're open to that. Yeah. And you jumped straight out the gate, you know, um, with that. And you knew that if he was to answer, nah, you know, or something that wasn't true to who you are and what mm-hmm. you would look for, you were ready to walk away. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. So I, I, and I feel like so many people, they're like, oh, I just want to wait and get to know this person and then mm-hmm. jump into the difficult questions. In my outlook on it was, well, I want to do the exact opposite because why do I want to invest any time in you if right. you can't check off a couple of the boxes that are most important to me? Right. So, and that makes sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're but, busy. You've got kids to raise. And you work, yeah. a full, you know, working a full-time job, raising kids, and then the whole responsibility of a household, like, you don't have time to waste trying to get nope. somebody, to know somebody that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Right. So I was like, yeah, no, never mind. No. So, <clears throat> so when, when he responded in a way that I was like, okay, this is good, then I felt like mm-hmm. I could, we could keep our, our communication. Um, and then, you know, from there, it's just, you know, we, we ended up going out on, on a date. I, I did let both Lana and Rue know. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so I'm going to go on a date. Um, I did show them pictures of okay. of who, of what he looked like. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, like, keep them in the dark, you know. But um, I definitely had no intentions of him meeting him before I knew, like, that there was going to be, like, an actual substance there. Right. So right. we did, we did, I honestly, I'm trying to think of even how long we went before I, like, introduced him to Alana and Room. Yeah. I'm trying to think of how, how, long, it, how long it was, but <clears throat> I, they definitely knew about him, but... Is is a good bit before they actually met him, right? Then, and I think that's good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I personally don't think that it's good to bring because, well, for one, like Rune was at an age where I knew that if I brought a male figure around, he was going to become attached. Mm-hmm. He did not have a male figure. Right. up to that point growing up so I knew that he would be instantaneously attached so I needed mm-hmm. to be very mindful and not like bring anybody into the picture and meet him that I didn't think was was gonna like potentially last you know what I mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and then Lana was a different story she um she she just did not want me to date anybody the matter right. who was. I mean, right. and I think even now at 21 years old and knowing like how things are, she would still say, 
no, I just want her all to myself. Exactly. Yeah. And I saw that, you know, with Lana. Um, she was a more protective, like, you know, she's close. Not just to say that Rune wasn't close to you, but she's the more, like, mm-hmm. this is my mom. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I sense right. that right from her. And so um, I think that that is a good thing that you were getting to know him because you wanted to kind of see the type of person he was and definitely where the relationship or dating, if it's going to turn into a relationship, go to know if this is going to be a serious thing before your kids meet him. And mm-hmm. I think that's a lot of, um, from the single moms that I talk to, that's the question, right? Like, mm-hmm. how soon do I introduce this person to my children? I would say... For sure, do not introduce them until you sense that there is, that this is definitely potential to progress beyond um, just a, a friendship. Because, right. and, and I say that to wait, I, like, yes, it's important for, like, your kids to meet them because then, then there, that takes it to a whole different dynamic and is it going to work? Because just because right. you introduce them to your kids, uh, that doesn't mean, like, game over. I mean, those are your kids and they, you've been raising them. And so mm-hmm. from my perspective, okay, I know that this, biblically they say husband and kids, but when you're dating, I, you, my kids came first. And so right. I needed to make sure that um, that like it was going to be a good dynamic for them as well. And there mm-hmm. were definitely hurdles. So mm-hmm. just but like any relationship, it's not any. It all requires effort and work. Right. You know what I mean. So, but but I felt like if you don't put in the foundation, just the two of you. And asking all the hard questions right away and up front, um, if you don't do that and you just, oh, you're in your happy, like, oh, he's so perfect phase. And now you introduce introduce them to your kids. Well, now all of a sudden your kids are attached. And then you you start diving into, like, the the bigger questions of relationship or, or, you know, you're getting down to, like, the meat of, what's important to you and what's important mm-hmm. to him because it's not just what's important to me. And and if you do that and then you then you find out things that, oh, maybe you maybe you don't fit as well as what you thought. Well now you're you have your children who have right. are trying starting to create a bond with them. And then it's a breakup for them too. If right. You, if you end up breaking up. Right. So yeah, so I just needed to know, for me, I wanted to be very certain that not only was I invested in our relationship, but he was invested also. Mm-hmm. So. And let me ask, did you let your kids even weigh in um, when you got to that point where he met your kids <clears throat> and they were getting to know him? Were you open to listening to your kids' feedback as far as their opinion, their thoughts? Maybe they had concerns, you know, um, and did you take that into account? Because I think, and we're going to, this is like a stigma for single parents, like 
they date these men and they don't listen to their kids and their kids might send them say something that might be alarming or might be like a subtle warning like I don't care for him and then the next thing you know you know something bad happens right Mm -hmm. so we hear these stories and it always tends to seem like it's the single mom dating this guy that harms the kids kind of thing I hate it I hate when people put those stories out there Um, yeah and then they say well single mom you need to be careful who you're dating I I just totally hate that anyways I'm gonna throw that out there but um we do have to be mindful of single moms, you know, listening to our kids, right? And so mm-hmm. back to the question I asked, did, were you mindful? Did you give your kids the ability to, to kind of share their thoughts? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did. But like I said, too, it, I also, you know your children, too. So you mm-hmm. you kind of know, like, if it's coming from them from, like, a selfish place. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In, in in the instance, like, like Lana would say, oh, wow, yeah, he seems really nice. And he, like, yeah, he seems really nice. I'm glad he makes you happy. He seems to make you happy. Um, right. But are you sure you want to date somebody? You know what I mean? So, that would be yeah. Lana. But that's because, and she would, if she were here now, she would say, well, it's because I just, I never want my mom ever to get married again. I just wanted her to be there all for me and not have to share her attention with anybody. With anybody else, right. Yeah. yeah. You have and to then, decipher their right. dig under, yep. So I did have to, um, like you said, decipher between like what what she was saying and was were her comments just because she didn't want me to date anybody um, so you have to like look for the little the little nuggets too because whether mm-hmm. they're good or bad. And then um, Rune is like a mini me. <laughs> it's really <laughs> scary. Oh my gosh, that that boy is like me in just in male form. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. Yes. So he of course was just like. Put it all out there, and he he tells you what you like, what he doesn't like, what this, this, mm-hmm. this, this, this. Um, but Aaron knew that. I think he knew, like, listen, if you don't get along with my kids, you're out. Right. Like, they trump you, so I need to see you making an effort, and if I don't see you making an effort, and that was one of the things that I talked to him about, I said, can you love someone else's children like they're your own? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because they will know if you don't, and mm-hmm. they will, and they're going to let me know. So, um, and and that you know that's that's definitely been like like for Rune, parents is dead. They're they're like yeah. two little peas in a pod, and um and. And Rune definitely spoke up right away of like, oh, I really like him. He's so much fun. He likes mm-hmm. to like play Nerf guns with me. And uh, he pays attention to me, Mom. This is awesome. Mm-hmm. And um, Alana was definitely more reserved. Right. Um, so, but yes. So I definitely took forever to answer that question. But yes, in short, I did take into consideration their thoughts 
their feelings, their opinions. Um, I just had to make sure that uh, from both sides, even Rune's, that they weren't just coming from a selfish place. That Rune was right. just saying, oh, I, love, I, I, just, I like him so much just because he wanted a male figure in his, in his, in his right. life, too. You know? Yeah. There's just so many pieces. So I think that we know our children well enough to understand where they're coming from if we really listen. You know, mm-hmm. if we're if we're active listeners and we ask questions back and and then we sit down and, and, and sometimes it's not the words that come out of their mouth, it's their actions. You know? Right. So Right, I agree with all of that. Um, how old were your kids when you started dating? Ballpark. Oh my gosh. Because you've had a whole life happen since then, right? I know. Isn't this horrible? And like, I I feel like I'm in still like mommy done had a baby fog, brain fog. Right, right. How long have we been, we've lived here for now? It'll be for sure seven years that we dated. So, Rune was 10. Mm-hmm. And Alana was 14. Yeah, okay. So yeah. they were at the age where they could, you know, you could have um, maybe a little bit more grown-up conversation with them versus them being like younger elementary school age, right? Right. Because mm-hmm. if they're younger elementary school age, and this is just my thought, you're going to really look more to their actions, their mm-hmm. body language, and how they react to the person that you're dating. Yeah. Um, and I think, Kimberly, even if your children are younger, that it should take a little bit longer for that person that you're dating to meet them. Because, you know, they don't have um, the ability sometimes to kind of um, express what they're feeling. Yeah. That, that's they the don't, opinion that I have. Especially if they don't have verbal skills. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I know. Right. Yes. Yes. And and um, then that's when it would make a whole lot of sense to make sure that you're actively paying attention to mm -hmm. how they behave. Right, right. Because behavior says a lot. Right. So even speaking about behavior, talking about the person that you're dating. So let's talk about Aaron when you were dating him. Mm-hmm. Um, what research did you do? Other than asking him questions, did you, um, like, try to get to know his friends, try to get to know his family, ask them questions? Did you go that route? His family, yes. So mm-hmm. um, I knew that he was really close with his mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, when he introduced me to them, like, we had to sit down and talk with them, and then he would see his parents often. So mm-hmm. I would go along with and I would ask his mom lots of questions. Yeah. Um good. and 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 maybe even more so than what other people would because um like she had cancer. And so mm-hmm. uh I even wanted to, I was trying to like 
like figure out everything. You know, what was he like as a kid? How did he respond to this? Is he an angry person? Is he not an angry person? Did he ever respond right. with anger? And I know like some other people would be like, what? You asked his parents that? And I said, oh, yeah, I certainly did. Because right. I know a lot of people would be afraid to maybe ask because right. they think that that's like not appropriate. But it is appropriate. How come you can ask those questions after you're married and everybody has the silly stories mm-hmm. and it's okay, but you, but for some reason people think that it's not okay to ask the questions, you know, before you would walk down the aisle. And me, I'm very blunt. So mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I just came up with all of them and, and just asked away. Yes. And then I, I would sit back and watch and listen when we went mm-hmm. to, like, when they did a whole family. Like, they did a whole family Christmas. And um, the kids and I then came, and, you know, Aaron introduced um, Alana and Rune and me for the first time to the, the, the rest of the family. Like, I had already mm-hmm. met his parents before. Um, but I spent a lot of time when we would be in those social situations watching how he interacted with mm-hmm. his family members, listen to, because, you know, you know, they always get together and they have stories. So I would listen to the stories that his family members would talk about in, you know, well, were they positive? Were they not positive? Because you can find a lot out about a person you if go. you just listen. Because family's going going to tell on you whether it's good, bad, or in between. You know what I mean? Right. I agree. Yeah, that's so good. That's good. You were you were fully aware, you know, of what you were getting yourself into, the investment, the fact that you have kids, and you're seeing the potential, right, mm-hmm. in this relationship, something that was blossoming into a relationship. So you knew that you had to ask these hard questions. You knew that you had to observe not only just him, but how he does in, in social settings. How is he with his family, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And How's continue he with to have those conversations. Yeah, yep. right, because it all matters. Yeah. It all matters. And you're right. I think um, just with anybody dating, like, these are questions that we don't know to ask mm-hmm. or we feel uncomfortable to ask or we're overstepping if right. we don't ask, you know. But if you're thinking of moving something forward to a potential serious relationship marriage, why not? Yeah. And, why and not? I, and, and yeah, why not? Like, what is it? It doesn't hurt to ask. And if for yeah. some reason you asking offended them and they were like, wow, why are you asking these questions? Well, maybe mm-hmm. he's not the right one for you because the, the, the right family, the right person, they're going to also be open to your questions. Mm-hmm. Be like, wow, mm-hmm. you know what? She is really diving in both feet and she just, she just really wants to make sure that this is a good fit and a good match for, for her and her kids and for our son. Right. You know? So, and, and I thought it was, great I mean I didn't know at the time but you know from the flip side too I thought it was great that like Aaron's parents were grilling him and asking him the hard questions too right which right I don't think 
everybody gets that from their family. So for him, I think that that was great. Like his brother played big time, you know, devil's advocate and was like, okay, Mm -hmm. so let's, let's go down the list because on paper, mm, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I appreciate Mm -hmm. him doing that because it really, it really made Aaron think too, like, okay, do I want to invest myself right, in right. this? Because this is going to be so much more difficult than just dating somebody who doesn't have kids. Right. And he doesn't have any kids. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, for him to come in and almost be like the instant father, especially to Rune, because Rune yep. was only 10 at that time. Yes. Um, you know, and he knew that that was going to be, that's a responsibility that he's going to have to take on. So, yeah, that's really good. That's really good. You know, um, family structure is so important. Oh, my goodness. You know, Mm -hmm. and it sounds like Aaron had a good family structure to really help him think through, you know, and then you on your on your side, being able to um, be bold enough to ask the questions. Yeah. And be bold enough to walk (laughs) away if you didn't get what you were, you know, so let's even talk about that because um, a lot of people tend to assume that single moms are desperate for a relationship <laughs> and that maybe even a single mom might think that, you know, because I have these kids, I'm going to settle. And I'll tell you what, Kimberly, for me, especially when I had my son and me and my husband, ex-husband now, we separated and he was um, a baby. He was maybe one. Like I always had that thought that nobody wants would want to date me because I have a child, you know, like that perception is still kind of out there for some people. So what about you? Because it sounds like you were confident in who you were, you know, single, just happened to be a parent, but you're interested in dating. Let's talk about that as far as your confidence factor. So i feel like I was confident because I took, well, over seven years Mm -hmm. of not dating and just Mm -hmm. focusing on my kids and me Mm -hmm. because um, my divorce from my ex-husband was, I, I knew then that like I was just making bad decisions on who I wanted to date over and over. So by the time all those years had passed and because I had prayed on it over and over and over Mm -hmm, again, mm -hmm. and I was like, you're just going to have to let me know Jesus because I'm going to, and, and I feel like I did start to initially get like caught up in the, oh, okay, I didn't want to date this person. I think this is it. And I'm like, oh, no, wait, here I go walking right down the the, right. the bad person path. <laughs> you know what I mean? Talk about it. Talk about uh-huh. it. I know. I know. <laughs> it, it, and so, and it, and it took, and I was like, and I would, but I would pray all the time, like, okay, just you can do it. I need like bold flashing lights if I start going down, choosing like the wrong guy again path. Exactly. And, and let me tell you, um, I had just mentioned somebody, and my mom was like, no, mm-mm, negative. 
what are you doing? You've spent mm-hmm, all this mm-hmm. time on yourself, and I can tell you right now, this person is not it. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so I had to take a step back, reevaluate again, and then just trust that, like, I'm, I'm good enough yeah. to be with somebody who could actually provide and do and be all the things that I've been asking for. Right. And I think that finally when that switch went off for me and it, it took a, a almost, ooh, uh-oh, messed up to then make that switch go off and be like, okay, you know, no, it doesn't matter if I had, you right. know, 10 kids. I'm still, I'm still good enough. Right. Right. And I remember us having a conversation about you considering someone Mm -hmm. and you were like, ah, Janine, da, 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 da. And I was like, yeah, nah, that's not. Because you knew, you knew, Mm -hmm. you knew, but you still kind of um, entertain that. But yeah, when you were just talking about that, you know, I remember that, um, and another thing that you've done, you did, and I remember as well, is that you actually had a vision board. Remember that? I I have a vision board to this day. I See? have. And I have a, yes. You were saying affirmations too, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Let's because all of this mattered in this relationship, you know, with um, Aaron, which you all were not going to hold it out, but is now her husband. She married the man. Yes, that's good. Yes, which, you know, <laughs> was really exciting and sweet just to see the the progression. But you had, you took the time off to get to know yourself, heal, mm-hmm. right? Yes. yes. Let's talk about your vision board. Let's talk about your I am statements oh my and God. how that contributed. Well, I am to this day, and I'm pretty sure, you know, I am mm-hmm. an avid speak what you want, speak what you want, speak what you want. And so I have every year I create a vision board. My kids create vision boards. We have what we call I am books that we write in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we write out statements as if they are. And so I have been doing that. Then as well, you know, I am married. I am happy. I mm-hmm. I am a homeowner. I am this. I'm that. I'm this and that. And um, and I actually, I don't know if you remember this, but remember I had like on my vision board my dream engagement ring, and it was pretty yes. like excessive. You know I remember I mean? that. I you remember like, that. You remember, like, you're like, yo, okay, good luck, girl, with that. No, I was like, go ahead, girl. Like, you're very specific in what you want. I love it. But, I yeah, mean, I remember that. Yes. I mean, even, so for me, it was like down to these little details. I was like, oh, look it. There's my wedding ring. I love it. Oh, mm-hmm. look it. This is, I'm married. Look at this. And, and um, and yes, and I know that, like, when Aaron first saw this, he was like, uh, I remember you talking about that too. <laughs> I'm sorry, but uh, what, 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 what's what that? Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm like, no, no, let's just, oh gosh, we gotta talk about that. <laughs> and he was kind of like, okay. 
that is, I've grown on him and so have the kids mm-hmm. in our, in our speaking things um, mm-hmm. into existence and also making sure that we don't say things that could be potentially harmful to us, even though we're not thinking it in, in, in right. the context of how we're saying it. But yeah, so you know, I showed him my vision board, and I was like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to be, I'm married. Uh, that's my ring that I'm going to get when I get married. <laughs> Just so you know. <laughs> and he was like, oh, that's a big ring. I'm like, yes, it is. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, he didn't think you were crazy, right? Because he, he married you. <laughs> I know. And bought me the ring. <laughs> and bought you the ring. I remember that. I remember that. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's just amazing because, you know, even if you – have the vision board, and you're saying the I am statements, for you it was saying them because you say them every day. And I remember you talking about you even having to make your kids at one point get into that routine of saying the I am statements. And one of the things for me, it's um, I can write them all day and I can say them, but it's the repetition of saying it to where I start believing it. Yes. Because we can beat ourselves up all day, you know, and I'm an overthinker, 100%. I'm very hard on myself, right? Mm-hmm. But but having that routine of waking up, because you wake, you were waking up in the morning, right? I, rem- yep. I think that's what you were telling yep. me. First thing in the morning. Um, yeah, and, and saying and them. And before I went to bed. And, and, and yeah. I would say it before I went to bed. And then, like, even now, so mm-hmm. I, I say it, but... It might, but for me, I'm, when I'm saying it, how I do things now is I'm just, I'm, I'm having a little chit chat with, with God. I'm like, Hey, mm-hmm. Hey dad, what's up? Me again. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you so much that I got this beautiful piece of land that you gave me and I'm building my brand new house on it. I'm so excited. Like, thank you so much. It, you mm-hmm. know, and then I go to bed and I'm thanking him again, not only for my blessings that day, but then for all these things as if they are. And it really does right. help saying it out loud. And it, for, for me, I just sense, you know, when I first started to where I am now, it's more of me having a really personal conversation um, mm-hmm. with Jesus saying, hey, man, thank yeah. you so much I for thank you that you are you love to give gifts and you like giving gifts more than I do and so Mm -hmm. thank you for this 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 and this and like I'm so excited I'm excited I'm debt free and I'm just ecstatic I'm excited I have a house I'm excited that I get to build a new house and you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I but and so I approach my relationship with Aaron and then I approach my marriage in that same way and and then yeah. things now like that um i need to work on with myself i'm gonna keep right. on speaking them until they come to fruition and i believe that you know i'm a patient person right for one because girl i'm a patient person look i'm a patient person Kimberly. <laughs> No, you have to say it with conviction. Girl, I am a patient person. I am a patient person. Yes, girl. Girl, I'm so patient. Let me tell you. I love all people. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes, yes. 
Yeah. I, you know, I need to take I need to take some of um, what has worked for you. And I think mine is being consistent. And even when it comes to like approaching dating and marriage, because, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to be married one day. I know. Mm-hmm. And writing, but I'm, I wrote it all out. So I was I have instead of a vision board, I have a vision journal. And one of the things that I'm going to do is actually put in pictures like scrapbooking, right? So I have this whole um, list of things, you know, what I look for in a man, um, my future husband or my husband, and then I put down maybe a prayer um, as far as praying over him, Mm -hmm. praying over the fact that he is preparing himself, you know, just like I am. And even like what the wedding is going to be like and all of that stuff, right? And then I'll have pictures that go in there. But I not only do that for um, relationships, I do that for um, relationships with friends, you know, business relationships, networking for my children, education, like even um, recreation, right? So things that I want to do for fun, you know, I will go because I wanted to go back to England, right, Mm -hmm. to London. Mm -hmm. And I had the chance to do that in 2018 um, to go to a wedding, which was amazing, um, but now it's like, okay, I'm going to have a house in England on, in, on this particular street because I yes. was able to go look and see, you know, that's going to be my, my additional home. So all of these things. And I think that even, it's not just the writing it down, but it's the saying it too. Like mm-hmm. you said, because you're speaking those things that are not as if they are, you're bringing it speaking it into existence. And God has given us the um, authority and the power to be able to do that because we are made in his image. If he can speak the world into existence and speak all of the things in this world into existence, then we can do the same because we are made in his image. Exactly. And that is your sermon for today, folks. Yes. <laughs> so, and, and, uh, and to take it a step further. Yes. I believe God gives us these desires Mm-hmm. And he gives us these images of, oh, this is the house that I want. This is this marriage that I want. This is what I want my med- wedding to look, look like. So that way, when we do put that into practice, the speaking it and believing it to be so, he's like, mm-hmm. oh, look at I I implanted that little thought in your head in the first right. place. Now, let me go ahead and give it to you, sweetheart. He's like, right. you're welcome. Yeah. That is completely... Um... I mean, I want to say that I completely agree with that, for sure. I do. Um, because, you know, and this is one of the things that um, my mentor, spiritual mom, however you want to say that, she says, you know, the spiritual realm is more real than the natural. So we're speaking those things that we see in spirit into the natural that's already. Um, and just understanding that. And so it's not just, you know, money. It's not just. And we pray for other people and speak, you know, want great things for other people. But it can be marriage. Mm -hmm. It's not selfish for us to desire that. It's not selfish for us as single mothers, you know, especially if we've been married before, like me and you, Mm -hmm. um, to desire to be married again. And the one thing that somebody asked me, which was the odd question, and then I had to kind of think and step back and consider myself. They said, Janine, do you want to get married again? And I was like, yeah. And they were very surprised at that. And I was taken aback. But then I was like, well, how am I positioning myself? Like, what is the 
vibe, I guess you could say for lack of a better term, that I'm putting out there mm-hmm. that makes that person feel, that makes that person um, surprised that um, that I would want to be married again. So that le- leads me to believe I had to work on myself, just like you did in the, in the seven years to work on yourself, understanding who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm on that journey still, you know, and I think I'll be on that journey even through the dating process and the marriage. I will always continue to work on myself, but I had to kind of say, okay, you know what? Maybe I need to be a little bit more open and receptive of all people, you know, and friendly because I can be (laughs) straight solid and like, nah, you know, like I'm, I'm church and kids, church and kids. Like if you, if you ain't in that realm that I got no time for you. Um, And that was a vibe that I was putting off and you probably laugh because you agree. Uh, with that, but that's okay. That's it's okay. Right, it's okay though, right? It's okay. Yeah, it's it's all good. It is all good. Um, so let's talk about, and I really want to get to like the whole marriage and and how life is for you now. But I do want to kind of take a step back because you're a single mom, two mm-hmm. kids, you're dating, and um, <clears throat> the outside perception mm-hmm. of people and the things that people. Um, might have said, have said, you know, we know um, how that affected you or what were some of the crazy things that you had to walk through because you're a single mom and you were dating? Um, because um, Aaron is doing well for himself and had been doing well for himself prior to it was I definitely got the look of, oh, you're just dating somebody young so they can take care of you. And you know what my response to that was? Mm -hmm. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with wanting to be, uh, maybe aspiring to be an at-home mom and wanting Mm -hmm. my husband to be the provider? If that's what I aspire, then what's the problem with that? Like, let me tell you, if if finances were different, I'd totally be an at-home mom and, and not go right. work full-time. But, but so I think it's two of, and then uh, shortly thereafter, I stopped going to the church that we were going to, but it had nothing to do with my relationship. Mm, right. It, it was time for me to leave that church. Um, right. And I'm not going to get into my, my reasonings why. Yeah. And I still, I mean, I still won't go back to that church. But I'm just saying, for me, it, it, there was, there, I needed to step away. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just so happened to be, like, around the time that, like, you know. Transition and all of that. Every, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then I did mm-hmm. have a lot of people be like, oh, so now you're dating somebody. And oh, so you can't go to church now. I'm like, whoa. Right. That's a little right. harsh. And they're like, oh, I thought you were looking for uh, a God-fearing man. Well, if he's not encouraging you that you need to come back to the church here and that you need to get yourself back involved, then he's not the one for you. I would get a lot of those things. Mm. And I'm like, wow. Okay. But mm-hmm. I've always been a little rough around the edges and it's going to come across Well, I'm just going to say it. Like people's opinions don't, mm-hmm. I don't really care. But right. I just don't care. 
I care what a few select people think of me. There you go. Right. And in the rest of the world, I just, I genuinely right. don't care. So what it is is what it is. You don't like it. You don't, I mean, I don't have to explain myself to anybody, but I know that mm-hmm. a lot of women feel like they would have to explain the situation away. And I would encourage right. women to say, no, you don't. You don't have to explain your situation to the world. You don't have to. But now, your key people and your go-to right. people who you know are God-fearing people and who have your best interests in mind, yes, you need to do any type of explaining to them if they have those questions or they're concerned mm-hmm. and saying, hey, I'm just a little bit concerned because they're coming from a place of love. They're coming right? from a place of love. Mm-hmm. Whereas maybe other people, maybe other people are. Maybe they are. I don't know. But um a lot of times they're not. And so who needs that negativity? I don't need it. And they don't know you well enough to make that call. They, and it's a lot of assumption. Yeah. And I think as, especially as single moms, mm-hmm. you know, like, God forbid we're dating. Yeah. You know, oh, my um, gosh. For certain people, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, that they think that it's, you know, whatever they can muster up in their mind that is, a, you know, like you said, oh, you left the church because you're dating, mm-hmm. you know. And that wasn't the case. You yep. know what I mean? Um, or, you know, you're a single mom and you're struggling, so you're just trying to find somebody with money mm. type of thing. Which you know, is, or yeah. he's, it's not going to last long. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. there's certain things that, that I think that people hear and they experience from just the general public mm-hmm. or people. But I agree with you. You do need to have those core people um, to kind of be there to kind of say, hey, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And you can trust, they're trusted, they're, they're tried and trusted, true relationships. Yes. The triple T. Yes. <laughs> the yes. triple T of relationships. Yes. <laughs> N- not like a new that song you- blossom relationship when y'all are cool. Right. You just, no, that's not the person. We're talking about solid, right. legitimate people who know, who know you and know your background. They know your past and they know like right. what you trudge through. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. To be able to to have the right to speak into your life, exactly. you know, and to um, let you know, well, you know what? That's not a good decision. Yeah. And this is why. Yeah. But you still have the ability to make the um, decisions on your own. Exactly. Kind of like you with the first little, you know, and you're like, Ooh, girl. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. And yeah. my mom then, who was like, no, no. Right. What are you right. thinking? Have you lost your mind? I was like, yeah, I might have temporarily lost my mind. I just was, I was just, just jumping back into the old ways real quick for a second there. What you there, were but... used to. Yeah. yeah. And I what think you that... were used to. So good that then I had my core to be like, no. Yeah. No. You know, girl, you know that you are not making a good choice right now. You know that you are going precisely jump back into what was comfortable for you and clearly didn't work. So right. So time. <laughs> and let me say this, and I'm not trying to say this to be, um, to be mean or to um, open a can of worms, but you found Aaron at work, mm-hmm. right? You didn't find him in the church. Nope. Mm-mm. The one that you were entertaining maybe was with the church. <laughs> was I'm trying church. to whisper that, but I oh, really want to say that out loud. 
so so anyway, so just to say that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um like when we approach dating and I think that you approach the whole dating process with Aaron um like you're a good example of what anybody dating really should consider, but then we're just talking about our single moms, right? What they should consider, the questions they should ask, how we should observe, how we should involve our kids. And um, be open, especially if you're a believer, and know that you probably won't find that person or that person probably won't find you in the church necessarily. Yep. So if you're open yeah, and I think to dating, if you're open. Yeah, yeah and you, and you just ahead. need to be open to that. Like, why are we limiting God to this small <laughs> little space? Like, why are we doing mm-hmm. that? And then don't assume that, like, that's the only space that he can introduce you to somebody because right. I, I think, like, I think initially, too, like, kind of after, I was like, well, it has to be from here because, like, you know, I've been, I've been, like, it has to be, like, because I'm involved right. in the church and it just, it, it would, it only makes sense that God's going to bring somebody to me. So when I was introduced, considering entertaining. Yeah. Let me say considering mm-hmm. because it was never never entertaining. Never, yeah. We'll never entertained. We're taking that word back. We're we're stretching that word off. Yeah. Yeah. It was Go ahead. considered. Um considered. It was considered. And and then it was a real quick mm, no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's take a step back and you know what? Maybe, just maybe I need to just open myself up to I just have to trust that God's going to let me know when Mm -hmm. he's planted somebody in my life. And for me, it was like, oh, my gosh, it's so funny because Aaron was everything that I said I did not want in a husband Mm -hmm. except for, uh, you know, some of those core things. But, like, when you think about, like, like looks and physicality things and stuff like that. Right. He was right. not not anything it. you were attracted to. Nope. Right. Not it. Not it at all. But God knew. He, right? God knew. And even right. though today that he, even though, like, being married, that, that, and let's just put this out there, being married, it's hard. It's easier mm-hmm. to be single than it is to be married. So for mm-hmm. all the single mamas out there, I would say really ask yourself if you're really ready for hard work because right. it's, it's not easy, especially if you have been single and a single mom for a long time. Right. Because because you're used to what you're used to. Yes. Your routine, all of, yes. Everything. Listen, Talk about it. Listen, Talk I can be it. driving down the road and I can tell Lana or Rune, I'd be like, I need my chapstick. They know precisely to take my chapstick out, take the lid off, push it up a little bit, hand it over to me, put it on my lips, I hand it back. They put it back down, mm-hmm. put the lid on, put it right back to where it belongs. Precise. <laughs> I'm a little OCD, so, you know, they, they're like, oh, let's go this okay. way, otherwise I'm going to lose a mind. But, um, you know what I mean? Just, just like an example. Or, yeah. or you, know, when you, you don't think of these things, but, like, you, op- you have the fridge, and, like, your children just know, like, all the stuff on this level of the fridge, don't touch that. That's for a meal. If you eat it, you are in so much trouble. And all this stuff down here, mm-hmm. go ahead. You can have all that you want. These shelves, 
don't eat any of this food. Mom's going to make something with that. If we eat it, we're going to be in trouble. And then you enter, I know that that sounds, is, sounds crazy, but then like you, you get married and all of a sudden you go to get something off the shelf in the refrigerator that you right. and your children knew not to eat. And you're like, where is this? Because I'm trying to make something. And your husband's like, right. oh, yeah, yes, yeah. so I, I made that for lunch today. You did what? You... Right. It's that whole communication and getting used to another adult being in the household. Yep. Right? And and one of the funny things that I said um, to a friend of mine, who is a guy, but we were, we were having such a great conversation, and I was, like, overly excited to have a conversation because I'm used to it just being the three of us, like me and my two kids, and especially when they were younger, it was like, we're talking about bubble guppies, <laughs> we're laughing about all of these, you know, like, we're having these conversations and the adult conversations, like, I'm not so much used to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I can have them in a work setting, I can have them in a church setting, but when it comes to, like, the friendship, like a male counterpart, it was it was like, wow, this is something neat, I've never, you know... I don't know if anybody else has experienced that or if it's just me and I'm weird. No, 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 no. You know, yes. it's like you have to get used to having that other adult in the house and having those conversations and then merging your routines in your life. And then the whole, you know, if it's, if he had kids, the whole blending of two families together. Now, the blending for you wasn't as No, and, and I know that that sounds much. bad, but... It was one of my things. Mm-hmm. I did not, I, I, I did not want to date somebody who already had kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't want to do that. Um, yeah. I, we, and we have to be honest with ourselves too. I asked myself, okay, Kim, can you honestly love someone else's kids as much as your own? You think you can do mm-hmm. it? and not show, like, favoritism towards your kids over their kids. And the answer for me was, no, I don't think I can do it. I think that I would show favoritism to my my kids, and that would cause strife. So for me, I asked, I prayed specifically for a man who did not have any children. And and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. I think that's an important Mm -hmm. that that we, you ask yourself those questions because um, if you don't think that you're capable of loving somebody else's kids just like your own, guess what? Right. Web, web, it's going to cause problems. Yeah, it's that's just a messed up relationship. Yeah. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? So, right. like, I've, I mean. And don't. Don't trick yourself into thinking you're going to grow to love them. Like that's these are questions mm-hmm. that you, <clears throat> excuse me, were honestly asking yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think let's just be honest with ourselves and what we want for our lives. Yes, and, and why, and not have the pressure of other people or what society thinks it should. Yes, be. and right, and, and not be ashamed to say, yeah, you know, I don't think mm-hmm. I can love somebody else's kids like my own because. You're not doing those other children any favors if you are being mm-hmm. dishonest with yourself. So mm-hmm. then you're being hurtful to them, and that's not okay. Right. And also that means that you are robbing them of a potential, um, you know, motherly figure that God has mm-hmm. for them 
that ain't you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. don't don't trick yourself because you're not just hurting yourself. You're hurting your own kids. You're hurting an, another man, and you're hurting his children as well. So yes, for me, right. But I do think that. Um, well, not even think. I know that a lot of people told me, "Oh my gosh, you are so selfish for thinking like, oh, you you just need a man who can date you who has no kids. That's selfish." Like, well, then why does yeah. he want to date you? And I'm like, well, guess what? I mean, I I'm not here to to figure all that out. Like God's going to bring to me mm-hmm. who it is that I'm supposed to date. And I'm, I'm telling him who I want and what I'm looking for. Um, and I'm, I'm just trusting that he's going to bring that person to me. And if for some reason, right. and, and I feel like if, if God intended for me to be with somebody who already has kids, I feel like my heart would have been in a different place. Right, right, right. And that I can agree with. And I've had people that were like, really, Janine, you don't want to date somebody with kids? But then <clears throat> I started really thinking about that, and I'm I'm open to that, you know. But there's there's situations that go along with it, because if you do have children, how do you treat your children? How many children do you have? Mm-hmm. You know, how many um baby mamas, and I hate that term, but how many do you of those? So there are certain things like, uh, no, I'm not going to do yep. that. You know, I'm not going to do that. Now, I'll tell you, I had to learn this lesson recently, like 2019, 2020, because I did date somebody that had mm-hmm. kids, and he had kids. He had two women, one he didn't marry, one he had married and was divorced, and he had um, three, three kids. Um, and it was a learning experience for me because I was like, oh, I don't know if I can do this. I don't, I don't know if I can date somebody whose kids are like older, like in their twenties. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know because I, I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm still, yeah, girl, you know, so 20, you know, like, what you talking about? So there were so many things, right? There were so many things that I was learning about myself dating this mm. person, and then it was like, well. I don't think I want to date this type of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because there's things about him that I was like, mm, that's, that doesn't work for me. And then my daughter, who is probably similar to you, she was very blunt. She was like, Mom, you could be better. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's my girl. <laughs> and all I could do was look at her, and I was like, okay. And so to this day, we kind of laugh about it because she talks about how she wants to go fishing and stuff. And I was like, well, you should call so-and-so. She was like, nah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we're done. We're done. We're done. We're completely done. Nice guy. But I've learned a lot about myself um, dating. And um, and I always told God, I was like, God, I don't want any guy to approach me um, that is not my husband. But I think God was like, no, there's still some things you need to work on. So, so here's this guy that's going to come and approach you and you're going to date him. And then you're going to realize that, oh, Janine, there's some work that you still need to do on you. So um, thank the Lord for grace. Thank the Lord for lessons because I've learned a good lesson um, about that whole situation. And I feel a lot stronger in who I Mm -hmm. am. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, And and what I look for and what I want and what I will not accept. Um, And then I'm comfortable in being where I'm at at this present moment because I tell a lot of single parents like, 
there's no need for you to be lonely or feel lonely. You know, sometimes being alone can get lonely, but don't wallow in it to feel as if you need to be in some sort of relationship with right. somebody. There's so many other things you can focus on on yourself. Let me you, tell you, once right? you're in marriage, and so that's where I'm at. And you're in a relationship, you're gonna be like, oh man, I wish I had to you meet them. You know what I mean? You're like, oh my god, right, I'm right. Go sit in my room for a little bit, so no one will come bother me for a second. <laughs> right. And I teeter totter on that because you know when I was dating, I was like, this is too much. I don't want to. I don't right. want to talk to oh you. Oh my god. Oh, no, I was so weird, you know, because, I mean, I really value, like, my work and my kids. I wasn't outside of, of that to create space for this other person. I wasn't there. And now I realize, like, I have to create space for this person, you know? Yeah. But that's... That, uh, Help us, Laura. Yeah, still, I, I'm still working, I'm still working <laughs> on that. So good thing. Yeah, I'm so good thing he's that. really patient because I'm just like, oh, and then, you know, everything happened and then I worked from home prior, but then he, now he's working at home. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is way too much time together, okay? You're going to have to go, you're going to have to put your <laughs> office, like, right. outside of something. <laughs> right, it's right, 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 right. Like this. <laughs> <It'll> be fine. <laughs> this is way too much time. That is so funny. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's a lot to consider, yeah. but... Um, I really wanted to get into like the whole progress into marriage, but I don't want to keep you. I think that we just talk like girlfriends, like this has been long yes, overdue. I just love that we have this conversation. Yeah. Right, right. Like, and so, um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what did you somebody with me or bring somebody with me to Atlanta, it would be Kimberly. <laughs> hands down. Hands down. Um, Ooh, that was a funny. Girl. That was so funny. Sorry. But I know. So we're going to have to catch up offline. Y'all won't get to listen in on our girlfriend conversations offline. But but um, really, I want to thank you, Kimberly, for coming on. Kimberly actually married the man that she wasn't looking yeah. for that she wasn't necessarily thinking was her type, but it ended up being mm-hmm. her type. And you have a yes, son Lennon. from yes. the marriage. What's his name? Lennon. How old is he? He turned two in February. Yay. Mm. Oh, wow. He's my... I need oh to my come gosh. visit. I need to, you know, I realize I don't think I've ever... I need to come visit. I don't think Mm-mm. I've come since I've moved nope. here. So you haven't met Lennon. Isn't that sad? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I need to come. Pistol. So that's my okay. promise to you. Yes. Sarah went along yeah. with the college. For she sure. has a whole bedroom upstairs that's not used, you know? You even got a free bedroom to stay in. You just got to come well, during college time, you know, in college. Well, is that is that summertime? Because, you know, I usually send the kids. Oh, girl, just come down during the summer. We, we, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we're going to have to do that. Well, not this summer because things have kind of changed. So I don't get my me time this summer, okay. but that's okay. That's okay. Um. Anyway. But I, I wanted to just say thank you again. Thank you. For coming on, having this conversation. You brought a lot of insight, Kimberly, a lot of laughs, <laughs> a lot of good memories. And just to hear your story of how you just 
were a single mom wanting to be in a mm-hmm. relationship and spoken into yeah. existence and God really shining his light on you and giving you just this amazing mm-hmm. man, amazing family, and pretty much has has been providing you like the desires of your heart. And You're let me tell you, that. and he has, You're he seeing has that. answered. If you would have seen my I am less, it just like is check, check, mm-hmm. check, 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 check. I mean, so I'm like, oh, I got right. a new list now. Now I got a new list. Okay, Jesus. So this is my challenge to you. And I know you got a lot going on because you're taking care of a toddler and you're working yeah. full time and everything that goes along with running a household and a college student yeah. and one that is what? Is he getting ready to go so off he'll be a to college? next year and so it's recruiting season now. Okay. So, you know, I just got to give him props because, you know, he retains all region, all county, and all state and cross country this year. Yes, girl. I love it. I'm trying to get Isaiah to run, but he he tried out for track and they they ran him down. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I I was I was about to die. So I'm gonna I have to groom him because you know cross country and track was my mm-hmm. thing back in the day. Um, but definitely we do need to connect and we need to um stay connected. And I was you gonna, gonna say something me. else, but I forgot you were what I was gonna say. To do something. Yes, my mm-hmm. challenge to you because really what you've done with your I am books and vision boards is so valuable. My challenge to you, and I don't know if you ever considered this, or maybe this is something that I see for you, is for you to even provide journals where it prompts people to whatever, you know? You see what I'm throwing at you? Right. So, um, because I think that that's going to be valuable, and if people commit themselves to what you've done, like the things that they desire, the desires Mm -hmm. of their heart, especially if they're lining it up with God's mm-hmm. desires, it's going to come to be. And it's helping you not to speak the negative or mm-hmm. curse yourself. You know, get into this routine of speaking the positive and what God wants for you. So if there was any takeaway from our conversation, is that. Awesome. Is well, that for sure. Girl. Yeah. So thank you, friend. <laughs> Me and you will never part. <laughs> Okay, all right. We're going to talk offline. Thank you guys for every for the time that you have been with us. Um, I know that, you know, you guys probably want to hear everything else we're going to talk about next, but I think I'm going to bring Kimberly on um, again. We might talk about just maybe divorce mm-hmm. and that process mm-hmm. of healing. Um, I do have some other friends of mine that have gone through that, as well as me sharing my story. So stay tuned. Uh, we will have some up-to-date new uh, seasons coming up in that regard but again thank you for your time wherever you are in the world whatever time it is where you are um thank you again for listening in and we will talk and see you guys later of course before i go don't forget to like and subscribe um this podcast candidly single mom and follow me on social media at janine elizabeth all social media platforms and until next time we will see you guys later bye